This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Srinivas Kanamuru. He is the founder of a company called The Tiger. He is from South India, studied at many different universities, and worked at AT&T for two years. In 1995, he joined Tony Thomas shortly after he founded Zoho Corporation. And in 2004, he then followed Tony when he launched another startup, which transformed to become V-Tiger in 2007. He's been the CEO of V-Tiger since 2008. Srinivas, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. So update us. Everybody, I think, probably knows Zoho. Why did Tony leave Zoho? And why did you say, I'm going to ride this Tony guy? He's a smart dude. Oh, yeah. So Tony and I, uh, we, I first met Tony in 1995 uh, when we were working together at AT&T. And, uh, and then he started uh, Zoho Corp. At that time, it was actually called as uh, Advent Network Management. It was Advent Net, actually. So I guess uh, everybody knows Zoho uh, from the uh, online SaaS, uh, as an online SaaS player, but uh, the roots were back uh, in network management and uh, so Tony started it out and then I, I joined him in the first year and then um, so I think we continued until about 2004 and uh, and Tony actually uh, in his heart he is an engineer and uh, so he has been uh, and even today to this day he's, uh, he's st- he still spends about I think maybe six to eight hours of his time uh, doing coding and uh, he has been involved in many things. Uh, so he wanted to uh, uh, hand it over to Sridhar Vembu, who is the CEO of Zoho Corp. And uh, he wanted to start something uh, on a new uh, thing. And so that's when I also uh, uh, had the itch to uh, do something. And then I joined him a little later. And uh, so that's the, uh, maybe I'm kind of going on and on. So please catch me. So what is, what is V-Tiger and how do you make money? Yeah, so V-Tiger is actually... Uh, a SaaS-based CRM player, and uh, we started out back in 2004. Uh, so VTiger actually started out as an open-source project, and uh, in 2000, uh, around 10, we shifted to the SaaS business model. And uh, our most of our uh, customer base is SMBs, and we actually uh, have a so our, kind of our mission is to really uh, enable and empower people to thrive. And when we say people, we are kind of more focused on the front office uh, players in uh, businesses. And within SMBs, uh, the people who are working with customers from marketing to sales to support. Uh, and we are very much focused on those three functions and trying to see how we can really make uh, their uh, uh, basically work more exciting and make it more uh, interesting for them and uh, provide something uh, in terms of data and other things to so make Srinivas, what's the average customer would you say paying you per month now we have about hundred dollars uh, per user okay and, uh, and, and dollars per uh, customer i would say say that again 
$100 per customer. Yep, $100 per customer. And they can sign up monthly or do they have to do annual? They can do monthly and uh, we also have an annual plan. Okay. And then you just gave us some of the backstory and forgive me, you said 2004 or 2014 was your start date? 2004 is when uh, VTiger started as uh, an open source CRM product. And in 2010, we started the SaaS business model. So in fact, that was the interesting uh, pivot. We we kind of re-pivoted to the SaaS-based model uh, from the old open source-based business model. How did you support yourself in terms of like paying a salary and building a team between 2004 and 2014? Yeah, in fact, uh, interestingly, within a couple of years, uh, we were uh, profitable. So early on in the VTiger, uh, we had customers, larger customers like Nokia and... Uh, Even when it was uh, open some, source? Uh, yeah, in fact, when it was open source, we had customers who were using it on-premise and uh, they were engaging with us to customize it. And and uh, that was where we were getting uh, kind of big, large pieces uh, of money to customize it. And we had... Uh, and it was actually working out great. And... We were uh, profitable, and within a couple of years, from 2006 onwards, it was uh, self-sustained. Um, but then we realized about 80% of the work we were doing was kind of going into for that customer, and for this customer, and for that customer. And Custom we not stuff. Really that. Yep. Yep. And now, what are you at today in terms of total customers? Sorry, I didn't. Get what are you that. at today in terms of total customers? So we are a little over 3,000 customers. Okay, 3,000 customers. And so can I take 3,000 customers times $100 per month? You guys are doing about $300,000 per month right now? Yeah. That's, that's accurate. And are you yeah. bootstrapped or have you guys raised capital? We did not raise any capital. Bootstrapped. Congratulations. That's exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so it uh, certainly gives a little more freedom and I think we can uh, keep going. But uh, I, I guess... Uh, there are. I've seen a lot of companies that are thriving uh, with VC funding and all. So this is just a model we chose. In uh, help us understand how kind of quickly you're growing. Currently, you're doing three hundred thousand dollars per month in revenue. Back a year ago, late 2016, what were you doing then? We were about uh, two hundred and twenty thousand dollars per month. Yes, got it. That's so that's good growth. And walk. You know, one of the issues companies have in the SMB space is churn. What does your churn look like annually? Annually, I mean, the customers who are on annual plan, uh, we have about, I would say, 10% uh, churn. Uh, but whereas with the customers with monthly plan is when we have a little more churn. So we actually see like 2 to 3% churn. Okay, that's um, a logo churn or revenue churn monthly? That's a logo churn. A 3% logo churn monthly. I see. And uh, what are some of the... So with a CRM, we've had a lot of folks running CRMs on the show. And... They all have different things that they know they have to get a new customer to do in the first week to make that customer sticky. What do they have to do on VTiger so that you know they get sticky? Yeah, it starts off with the communication channels. So the communication channels with their customers, like emails, getting their emails into the CRM and uh, making sure that they're able to... Obviously, it starts off with importing the contacts and all. But then when customers send them emails, they, they can get them into CRM. Then we know okay, they are actually starting to use the, the basic communication channels. Uh, and I think in the end, CRM has probably about four key pieces. If it has both marketing, sales, and support, uh, you have marketing campaigns, you have opportunities, and you have cases for the support help desk system. Um, so if you can really get the emails going, then then we have all the other things taken care of. And there are other other things like appointment pages. So if you have if a salesperson is using a CRM, 
most of the time, one of the key things is to make sure salesperson's calendar and the meetings are all in the CRM. And for that, we have things like appointment pages in VTiger, and uh, so we want them to set up those appointment pages. As I'm traveling the world on planes, trains, and automobiles, you know guys hear it, I'm closing loads of different deals, whether it's buying a company, closing a new account for gitlatka.com, you name it, I've gotta do it. And part of my issue is signing documents while I'm on the road. So I just found this new tool, I'm using it pretty aggressively. It's called Sign Easy. So you can get started for free at gitsigneasy.com forward slash podcast. You'll see contracts that I've signed there and boy, oh boy, are they big and they work and the app is so easy to use. Get started today at getsigneasy.com forward slash podcast. Walk me through how you're driving customer growth. What are you spending currently to acquire a customer? So right now, in fact, ours, uh, so one of the things that is interesting about Retiger is we have, and, and it's kind of a weakness also, is that we have not really done much of marketing in terms of advertising and all. So most of our leads come through inbound channel. And that's when I say most, it's 99% of our leads. Um, so we have a very limited I mean, our overall advertising budget for the last 15 years or maybe 13 years is actually less than $50,000. Okay, so you spent so, over the past 12 months less than $50,000 on paid stuff. Uh, when I say, no, actually it's over the last uh, 15 years. Got it. Last 13 years. What is, so, your, so, what is your fully weighted CAC? In other words, do you have team members dedicated to onboarding support and sales? Yes, yeah, so the sales plus marketing, uh, we, have, we have some members in our sales team and we have a few members in our marketing team. So... So overall, I would say, uh, I think if you're coming to that uh, lifetime versus uh, CAC, um, I think we are between four and five. So um, so basically uh, about four is to one. Yeah. And what do you assume lifetime value is in terms of dollars on your customers? Today, it's about $1,200. $1,200? Yes. Okay. And so that is four times what you're spending on fully weighted CAC. Is that what you just said? That's right. So you're spending fully weighted about $300 to acquire a $100 per month customer who is worth about $1,200 for you, meaning you recover your CAC in about three months, which is pretty quick. That's right. That's great. So why not be more aggressive with CAC if you recover the money so quick? Yeah, in fact, that is uh, something we have, we have been a very engineering driven company and uh, I myself focus most of my time on engineering and now I'm trying to get that help uh, from others. So we have we kind of brought in product management and we are now starting to bring in uh, product marketing managers for each one of these uh, areas like marketing, sales and support areas within the product. Yep. And uh, we are, I think there are a lot of things uh, that we have not done that we should be doing. Uh, and we have, we just figured that, uh, and I think we are a little late to that marketing game. We have, we, I see a lot of other CRM companies that are doing great in terms of getting leads and all mainly through advertising and, uh, lead gen programs like webinars and all that and uh, we have not really tapped those things yet so so we have been focused on just creating the product that's a, that's a good focus um real quick why if i take your churn monthly which you said is three percent and i do one divided by 0.03 that gives me 33 months that the average customer is going to stay with you they pay you you said earlier about 100 per month so 100 times 33 months is about 3300 bucks in lifetime value you told me you assume lifetime value is less than half that of 1200 Why? 
So we have actually uh, a mix of annual plus uh, the monthly customers, and we have annual plans that are geared towards a little more higher. Um, so in fact, more recently, we are seeing larger customers coming into play, and we have uh, the average size of the customer is actually growing. So, so when I actually uh, mentioned that the two to three percent, uh, so in fact, uh, so the churn could be a little more than three percent. I think it's maybe three to four percent monthly. So uh, I think the overall lifetime value uh, we are actually seeing that growing with larger customers coming now. So that number is a little closer to uh, the 2000 thing. I think if you look at customers that have come in the last one year. No, but my question is the arguments you just laid out would argue for a higher lifetime value. Um, like currently, even with 4% monthly churn, that means the average customer stays with you for 25 months at a hundred bucks a month. That's 2,500 bucks in lifetime value. You told me though, a few minutes ago, you assume lifetime value is 1200. Why do you assume it's so little? The, um, yeah, with the lifetime value, uh, we are actually looking at specifically the monthly customers that I mentioned. So those I see the 3% uh, is what I can see is the for monthly customers, monthly plans, I'm seeing that it is actually 3%. So we do see, uh, uh, I think, a, a very high churn when, when it comes to monthly. It's much higher than 3%? No, no. 3% is what we see for monthly. Okay, yeah. If you have 3% monthly churn, though, and you divide 1 divided by 0. 0.03, that gives you a, almost a 33-month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times 100 gives you $3,300 in lifetime value. But you told me it's $1,200. i am trying to figure out why there's that gap. Mm. Do you multiply that $3,300 times your gross margin to get a gross margin LTV? No, no. So I'm, I'm at, I need to run the numbers again. So I feel uh, there is probably a uh, difference in the annual and the monthly plans. Okay. So I need to run that. Well, hey, the good news is you're conservative. At least you're not saying your LTV is way higher than what it actually is. You'd rather be too low, right? So that's a good thing. What's your team size today? We are 100, and, yeah, 100 plus, about 102. 102 people. And where are you guys all based? In uh, so almost all of them uh, in the in Bangalore, and we have one person in uh, San Francisco. Bangalore, very good. All right, let's wrap up here, uh, uh, Srivanas, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I like the Cathedral in the Bazaar by Eric Raymond. He's actually more of a software. What book. is it again? Uh, Cathedral and uh, the Bazaar. Okay. By okay. Eric Raymond. What was the first word? Uh, the Cathedral. Sorry. Oh, the Cathedral and the Bazaar. And there's, I mean, in terms of business book, I like the four disciplines of execution. That's nice. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Mm, not one in particular, but uh, I recently heard uh, the Patagonia uh, CEO, uh, so Eve uh, Shinard. So that I certainly like some of his things, but I don't follow one CEO in particular. I Number three, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have? I like Flipboard. I like NPR one. The to listen to a lot of podcasts. Yep, NPR one's a good one. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I get about six hours. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Uh, married with two kids. Two kids, and how old are you? I am 45. 45. All right, Shrivanas, take us home here. Take us back 25 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, I would say maybe... Travel more. Uh, I think you, you might meet more people by traveling more. 
There you guys have it from Srivanas, founder of VTiger with Tony, the former CEO, well, the founder and former CEO of Zoho. Uh, they've grown the company really on an open source basis for the first, uh, you know, many, many years of the company. Now it's really SaaS. They have over 3,000 customers paying $100 per month. In December 2016, so about 12 months ago, doing 220 grand a month in revenue. They've grown that to about 300 grand in monthly revenue. So healthy growth. Um, they uh, have a churn of just 3% per month, which is pretty healthy actually in the SMB space. CAC is 300 bucks, which they recover in three months and assume lifetime value of 1200 bucks. Again, as their team of 102 people in Bangalore build this tool to help folks manage and grow uh, their CRMs and their customer relationships faster and more efficiently. Shrivanas, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it.